Hey, what's going on? It is episode 278 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. It's a little late, but that's a Valentine's Day song. Dude, I like that. You do? That sounded good. Yeah. I Again, man, I reached out to the internet and it uh, it paid off. I really like that a lot. Yeah, that's Amy Gabba and the Almost Famous. So there's this, there's this Instagram page called Mike and his uke. And it's a guy playing a ukulele. And he plays like punk songs. And he'll play like five seconds of the song on a ukulele. And then oh, okay. this is like done through quarantine, his season two, where they'll have a bunch of punk band people, a, a drummer, a guitar player on split screens. And they produced a video out of these people playing in their own houses. Okay. So they, they play like a Ramon song or they'll play like, you know, uh, a, a offspring song or whatever. And they'll have different singers from different bands, different drummers for each song that they do. Mike and the uke. Mike and his uke, meaning his ukulele. Uke. Right. And that's his Instagram. But I, that's how I found Amy. So she was singing on uh, Bonzo Goes to Bitburg by the Ramones. And I it shows like, you know, who this person is, who this person is. And so I looked her up and I found her and some other people doing a version of that Lady Gaga song, Million Reasons. And it sounded really, really good. And I was like, damn, she's got some pipes. If she could do more than just sing a Ramon song. Yeah. So then um, I I did what I normally do. I reached out to her on Instagram and I'm like, hey, dude, blew me away. What a, what an amazing job you did on this song. And I was like, what else what else do you do? And she was I said, could I use some of your music for the podcast? And she's like, absolutely. So then uh, I went to her Spotify to her band, Amy Gabba and the Almost Famous. And uh, man, I was blown away. Well, you, know, away. you know how I am with female vocalists. I knew like 10 seconds in, I was like, oh, I dig this. I like that a lot. So just taking a chance, reaching out, and got a positive response. I would say, again, it's that one in 10 factor. You you you, you reach out yeah. to, not that I reached out to nine people before her. It just so happened that, you know, this time my number came up. I'm going to have to reach out to Scott Lucas 10 times, and maybe one time he'll maybe get Maybe I'll reach out to him for you. Maybe you should. Maybe we bullshit and we'll be like, listen. I've used Scott Lucas's music without asking him because I figured he'd say no. It's been, so. <laughs> it's been eight years, dude. Could you please do it? Well, um, yeah, I don't know. While you were doing so I'm glad all, you like it. I do like it. While but there'll be it, another one of her songs uh, at the outro as well. That's killer. I like it. I like it a lot. While you were doing all this marketing, everybody else was basically just talking about the weather, snow, being stuck in. Did you get stuck at all? No. Of course not. I have a gigantic snowblower. Yeah, but still. <laughs> No, not but still. Dude, I went one day, I got up early to, I was like, I was like, I'm going to just back the car out mm. in, into like the, the street and I'm going to snow blow my driveway, right? Well, and this is like, I don't know, 530 in the morning. I was like, I'm going to back this up and get started while everyone's sleeping. Well, I got stuck mm. in a huge pile just trying to get out. Mm. I made the mistake of just, I didn't cut it in toward the center of the driveway right. enough and I hit a big drift. So I spent like an hour just digging the, before I could even snowblow. So I, I snowblowed like around it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, luckily these were neighbors that I had not thrown snowballs at yet, I guess, cause they were still cool. But people helped me out, man. I was like throwing wood pieces under there and just dude, it sucked bad, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I haven't gotten stuck in you years. You have lived here for 41 years. 40. Now, some of that time you weren't 40. Driving. Well, I age you a little bit, but some of that time you weren't driving. Yeah, so but what I mean, for the majority of that time, you've been at least you understand how to manipulate the snow. I do. Like you're not a person in, that lives in Oklahoma. or No, Texas but I or, know backing up a Toyota Camry you just, dude, you in, gotta, in two foot snow. There's just not. There was no you thing. Put your I could foot do. on the brake, and then you put your foot on the gas all the way down. And then you let your foot off the brake in a rapid pace. And yeah. you go flying. That would break your transmission. You still yeah. will be stuck in that pile. So wow. I don't know. No, I'm, dude, I used to do the thing where you just rock it back and forth mm-hmm. so much where you hear your transmission just chunk, 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 and you slowly rock and get out. But luckily the neighbors helped me. Um, my, my wife was out there digging out, um, six in the morning. She's out there digging snow. Dude, it was brutal. Did you have to go in and get her? No, she just eventually came outside and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, and I was like, oh, just hanging out, playing Nintendo. Do you feel guilty at all getting up and getting out that early and snow blowing or, you know, were you, do you have a snowblower? Not yeah, I do. Okay. Not, I got a little one. It's not like, it's not those huge. Yeah. It's not the industrial one. Hey, well. I didn't fleece the divorced guy to get the, the Colossus, <laughs> but it's still pretty awesome. Do I've never appreciated my father-in-law's, uh, life learned wisdom ever, uh, more than this season. He he was around Christmas time. He got me 
snowblower blades for because he's like i know you're too stupid to get them mm. you'll never go out and get new blades and they, mine were all chewed up but i didn't know any better he bought me new blades for it and he's like hey dude you gotta change that oil you gotta change the oil put these new blades on and i was like yeah yeah, yeah it's, you know that's that's cool i know i gotta do it but that's boring i like watching norm mcdonald videos on youtube i don't know if i'll have time and he's like no seriously like you have to change the oil and you have to put these blades on it's important and i was like all right so i made my son uh, go out to the garage with me in the cold and and help me do it. And we did it. And I was like, cool, it's this thing. I go, now, when he asks, I'll say I did it. And I, he wasn't a wasted gift. Sure enough, like, you know, within weeks, it just dumped. I've used the thing like 20 times. So mm. it was awesome. It was great. But uh, let me ask you this. I'm, tr- I'm stuck and I'm digging out. And my neighbor two houses down doesn't have a snowblower. So he's just shoveling. And I think maybe he just doesn't notice that I'm stuck. You know, it's early. There's there's a lot of you know, some chaos. Who knows? Mm. He doesn't notice. So my other neighbor helps me. The neighbor behind me is just driving around. He sees it. We all get it out. And then I see this guy down and he has kind of like a weird look on his face. But I ignore it. So when I get my snowblower going, I go down by his house and I start helping him get, you know, his driveway done because he doesn't have one. And then there's this weird moment where he's like, hey, uh sorry like i didn't know you were stuck like sorry i didn't help you it was this weird like who will help me eat the bread thing it would have been smarter if he just would have not acknowledged it because it's like what do you mean sorry i didn't notice you clearly noticed because you're pointing it out <laughs> right, well like i saw you as you guys pushed it out mm-hmm. but yeah it was this weird thing and so i just was like yeah that's cool man and i i helped him get his stuff because who, who really cares my, dude? i don't my, blame him for not wanting to help dave's general rule of thumb on this is i will yeah we'll do as much sidewalk as i can and I will do the apron to my neighbor's driveways. You know what I mean? Just that bottom piece because I just the, heard the that plow this, comes this, through. This week. Yeah, the plow comes through and, and repacks you in. So I try to I try to go down and, and clear all that out because that's obviously where the heaviest stuff is. But look, I don't have all day either. Sometimes I do. But most of the time, like the when I got to work in the morning. I'm not yeah. doing the driveway. I'm doing the sidewalk. Yeah, well, because kids have to get to the bus stop. Too. That's the that's snowblower the main... etiquette, right? You yeah. do the sidewalk. You sidewalk. Know? Otherwise, like you don't mow the guy's lawn. You don't do his driveway. Well, you know what's funny? Uh, I did a bunch of my neighbor's driveways, as you'll remember, a couple years ago. And everybody was like, really, oh, that was great of you. Uh, but then when those neighbor, the, the male neighbors came home, they were like, hey, cool, thanks. But like, don't do my driveway. Uh, several of them. Beyond right. the apron, because they're like, that's kind of something I enjoy doing. Kind of get my mind off. No, of it's like, not. You know, that's not. What I it like is. to go out there and, and do my thing. Nope. Why? They don't want their wives to be like, hey, look at the giant hey, snowblower the na- on that the, dude. No, <laughs> yeah, they don't want the the wives to be like, the neighbor did ours for you. He emasculated you. You're a cuck. <laughs> that could be. I saw my neighbor Tony. Uh, doing my driveway the other day, the apron of my driveway. I'd get upset on, if somebody's doing my driveway on my driveway. ring doorbell, and I was gonna let it ride for a little bit. Then when I saw him doing it, I mean, I was gonna let getting out there and getting after it. When I saw him out there, I immediately put my stuff on and, and, and headed out. And then you can't let him do it. I've done. I I did his twice now uh, to pay him back, but I did not message him and thank him or anything. I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you back by actions. So, dude, I also did his driveway. I am new to snow blowing because I haven't had one except for last year, but it didn't really work. This mm-hmm. is the first year I've really, really had one that was effective. So, I am new to this, but I'm seeing all this stuff online. It makes you a bad person to snow blow into the street. Yeah, I kind of wasn't thinking about it, and I did use. I have done that before, but since I saw that, and the past few times I've just gone into the grass as well. But I didn't think like it mattered. Yeah, it does because you're you're now you're putting a pile of snow in the middle of the street, and and that's what the the plow trucks are coming through and just making it passable. You're making it unpassable again by creating a dam in the middle of the road. Huh. So if you're going to go out to the street, just keep going down your driveway up across the street and just shoot it on that the you know the the neighbor's sidewalk, blow it on the neighbor's sidewalk. But you know that's okay. It's okay to blow your neighbor's sidewalk full of snow, but not no. the road. If it's a communal sidewalk, not if it's like their main sidewalk. You cannot leave snow in the road. It just got cleared by the town. Yeah, but what's a little bit of your snow? It's it not, depends. I mean, if it's a little bit, like you flicking some snow in the road, if is not, it's a little. Oh, now we got two feet. If we it's a little with. bit, and it's it's then no one's even going to mention it. But, but if you're but out there, are if you're out there, if you're out there, uh, you know, blowing snow all over the neighborhood, you know, people don't like it. They don't want that. Have some, hmm. you know, have some, some couth. Yeah, I guess. Well, now I'm, now I'm hyper. You're not, you're not now I'm he- super careful of you're it. You're not in Hessville anymore, bro. 
Dude, in Hessville, listen, this is stuff that you should have got instilled in you, but in Hessville, there were no snowblowers. <laughs> well, there are no sidewalks that either. Shit don't ex- that shit don't exist. You hey, can't snowblow on gravel. There's my plenty friend. of sidewalks. All right. Plenty of sidewalks and good ones too. Okay. Double wide. All right. Well, but yeah, I just yes, didn't that... know. I guess so. Okay. All right. All right. Here's a list of things Ben does wrong in winter. He throws <laughs> snowballs at cars. Teaches with, his child to throw snowballs at cars. With his kid. Right. Uh, and risks a severe, severe aggravated battery in front of his child. <laughs> um, he snow blows uh, snow into the street. Not a lot, but yeah, dude, I, I don't know. I'm like, look, you want the side of your driveway. What I don't understand the harm it's doing in the street. You're not putting Again, a pile. The you're idea putting like is, an inch. I mean, the idea is is the plow, the community plow truck. We pay taxes. The public works people come and they clear the road, and now you're dumping more snow on the road. And if you do it, then another neighbor goes, "Oh, that's what we're supposed to do." And then he does it. It just becomes groupthink, and yeah, that's they, the that's the concern. But they plow the road just so that you can look, get so you can look, get through. People like to complain about everything. They like to complain. <laughs> Again, I don't know why I. Because of this big marketing thing I'm doing lately, uh, you know, I, I did put us back on, I did start a Hey My Man podcast Twitter again, and I only follow you and Mug Shouties. If it wasn't for Jen Stonovich, I would have quit Twitter years ago. <laughs> I like seeing what she bakes. Mug, and Pee Wee Herman. It's, okay. It's not Shouties. It's Shouties. You're not shouting at people. It's, it's Shouty. S-H-A-W-T-Y. Shouty. No, not O-U-T. Like, hey, Shouty. No, Shouty. What's what's the difference? One one's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Either it's, way, it's like hey, shawty. But I. But you are saying you know when, when I get into Twitter when I log onto it, it is it lower is, your it, voice. It, You're being a little shouty. It's putrid. I can't stand it. I hate it. I Twitter's wanna, tough. I want to delete it. It's not tough. There's nothing redeeming about it at all. It's nothing at all, dude. It's like people that blow each other, and there's a few and a few nice people. Like, it, like people go there too. Um hate on everything except for a few people that they like and then they like like everything that person does it's really i don't even see I, that. I don't know, clicky i guess i guess it depends on what bubble you're in super right? clicky on who you follow or, or what's in your stream but i can tell you that um i get on there and i don't see anything positive at all and look i like being i like being negative but i don't like surrounding myself with other negative people it's gotta be, I like it's gotta to be, be balanced neg- i like to be the negative guy. <laughs> yeah when i see other negative people it's like when you have that friend that everybody makes fun of that we talked about you and your group. There's the, the loser of the group. There's a lame, but, but it's your guy. So, yeah. you know, you don't want other people. It, it just gets too much. I can't stand it. So I want to delete no, it. I, I want to delete it again. I can't, I, I just find nothing redeeming about it. Um, but I was on there for, you know, posting. I do the old Joe Rogan post and ghost, right? That's what he says. I go on there. I post, okay. I do not read. Um, I just get off it cause it's Smart. negative. Smart. And, um, but I, I, I saw some of the stuff on there. I was like, well, let me just look like right around what I posted. And everything was politics this and politics that. And people yeah, still yeah. complaining about Trump and people who cares move on already. And then people, you know, putting it in the no, hey, I'm Trump and I won twice, you know, Trump too. Oh, yeah. you know, it's the dumbest thing ever. It's stupid yeah, on it's both rough. parts. It's like, dude, you guys have it, Twitter used to be filled with Canadian chicks that were super funny. I, I don't tried know why. to hide there because my mom's on Facebook now. <laughs> oh, by the way, she she knows the podcast exists. Oh, she on our. She's uh, really I'm, I'm finding her, inviting her to the page. Just don't, so you know. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. I'll have my mom. Do she it. no. She knows that I do a podcast, but I don't think she's real clear what one is. Mm. She asked me the other day. She's like, um, "What brought that up?" Like why? Well, it dude, it's my fault. Did I did I tell you about the Facebook? Most things are. the Facebook <laughs> the Facebook portal. No. Okay, Facebook makes a thing called Portal. It's got like AI technology. Um, yeah. Oh, you did. Yes. I'm okay. Sorry. It's like a, a thing. To, it's like Facebook Messenger, but with better cameras and better technology. Uh, very similar, but just better cameras mainly. So when the pandemic kind of uh, was you know in full swing, I bought a portal for my in laws. I bought a portal for my mom and one for us. Yes, you spoke about this. And I thought I'd get my brothers and whatever involved. And I thought, hey, since we can't see each other very much, let's use this to hang out. Right? So the, the portal, when you're video chatting, it follows you, it moves around. Yes. Just to recap what you said. Yeah, that's the AI part. Okay. Right. So, but what it does is it uses Facebook Messenger. So I bought this thing for my mom and it stayed on her thing unplugged for like months. And I was like, hey, well, this isn't really the point. Like you got to get it so you can see the kids. 
she doesn't know her Facebook password. So I got to get my brother to get over there, reset her password. Well, that opens the, that's Pandora's box. Now, since she has her password, she might as well look at Facebook and right. tool around. Now I'm seeing her comment on stuff, you know, praise be to Jesus and stuff. And I'm like, oh man. So I keep seeing her comment on things. And then I keep sending my brother a text saying, I'm sorry. That's pretty much just it. Like my bad, dude. Cause like, he knows like you opened the portal right. to your mother. <laughs> you know, so uh, she it's like asked, that movie The Gate. Yes, <laughs> this is very much the Johnny Depp one. No, no, it's a movie about this, these two kids and their parents go out of town and they get this book and they uh, one oh. kid's like a heavy metal little like long haired kid and I'm they open that, the portal to hell. I'm thinking of that Johnny Depp movie where there's like a floor on the building that didn't exist or whatever, like something floor. that's and called it, Crybaby. Oh, yeah, that's Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, so I guess she saw. She basically just, you know, Facebook would give you what you look at. Mm -hmm. So she looks at her kids. Now she's like, you got to show me what a podcast is. And I was like, oh, you don't just, no. You know, I can't let this go. Dude, you, you don't <laughs> we'll want be this. be friends by tomorrow. You don't want this. You don't want this. Well, maybe. I have been very. It's always good for the show. I've been very, very. Uh, I, I mean, you've made it, what, nine years? Without I know your mom listens and I barely correspond. Okay. <laughs> I keep it. I keep it cool. So yeah, that's that's kind of a scary thing that she knows. But I don't know. Maybe she'll come on one day, and I'll be like, Ooh. and I'll be like, listen, mom, tell him, uh, tell him about how you made me watch Swiss Family Robinson once a week. Did you? What did you do for Valentine's <laughs> Day? Um, I you know what I went to. We celebrated. My wife uh, got my wife. She got her realtor's license. So we just went as a family. Like we didn't do like date night thing. We didn't ha we didn't have. We brought our sitter with us. We just went to house Kobe. And it was great. But it wasn't like a Valentine's Day. What thing. do you mean you brought your sitter with you? Uh, my niece, oh. my niece who would be a potential sitter. We didn't do a, we didn't have like a date night. I yeah, got, no, I, get I that, got but flowers because I'm, I'm a good man. Uh, to wrangle your children while you guys pretended they weren't there, but they were. No, I guess I should have phrased this as we didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. So you, we also went out to to eat like close to it that just day. happened to be on Valentine's yeah. Day on yeah, Sunday. We went out to eat on Friday. So that's not Valentine's Day. So you just went out on Friday and you did nothing Valentine's we just, Day. We just hung out. But I did get... Did you know what Pink Floyd roses are, dude? No. Of course you don't. No. Of course you don't. They're... When you buy um, someone roses, you can get them the, the nice red ones or a different color. They make ones called Pink Floyd ones, dude. They're mm. bigger... They're better. They're like they're like roses on steroids. So I did buy flowers. I do need to correct this because somebody got really upset. Uh, multiple people. It's another Hey My Man podcast exclusive. I said that David Gilmore was an anti-Semite and a Holocaust denier a couple <laughs> weeks ago, but I did. Well, that's true, though. If you listen back to the podcast, I buzzed myself because by the time I edited it, I looked it up, and it's actually Roger Waters and not David Gilmore. Oh. But there is an anti-Semite, at least one in the in the group, but it's not David Gilmore as far as I know. I'm it's pretty Roger sure Waters. the drummer killed the guy. It's Roger Waters. I don't know. I don't know about it. Pretty sure. It's another Hey My Man podcast exclusive that being said i took my wife and my children to valentine's day just like you did but i so actually went on valentine's too. day okay yeah yeah you know yeah but i didn't buy flowers this year i didn't buy anything i didn't, you didn't make do a just card. a one-on-one -on -one thing though no, I didn't because... Um, Dude, it's pandemic, man. It ain't, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't like we can just no. get out all the time. I still feel guilty. And I feel guilty to my checkbook, really, because uh, we went to this this new steakhouse down the street. And we've been talking about it. And everybody's been talking about it. And I said, I, I made a, a reservation a month ago. The place is called Ernie's Steakhouse. Like I said, it's new to the area. We've been talking about it. We've heard a little bit of buzz. It was a different restaurant before. Now it's a steakhouse. I heard they have steaks. They do. They do. Mm, um, that sounds good. So uh, we it, it was blistering cold. My daughter really neat. She dressed up. She wore her little high heels. And I just I did not dress up that much. Uh, and the wife dressed up. Um, but because I took the family, I felt like I could mail it in a little bit. As you should have wore. Your... I didn't wear. I didn't wear like a red tie or a, my black suit. Or Why didn't anything. you wear your perfectly untucked shirt? I could have, but I did not. <laughs> 
because there was going to be lobster, which requires to be dipped in butter. And I will yeah. not wear a bib, so I just felt like I don't want to ruin that shirt. People, I, thought I, I thought I had about it. Do people often eat lobster without the butter? No. Who does that? Well, that's kind of my point. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, lobster's so good. Is it? You know, no, what, you know, it's, you know, it's you know what, you know what else is good when you soak it in butter? <laughs> I don't know, cat turds? Like anything? I would agree. Yeah, not chi- about the dude, cat turds. But. Um, but imagine how, like, how you'd rave about chicken nuggets if you dip them in drawn butter. True. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about here. Nope. So I, I took my family out and uh, it ended up costing me an arm and a leg and another arm and another mm. leg. And my daughter was like, I'm not eating off the kid's menu because she's nine. And she's like, I don't know the kid's menu. I'm nine now. That's for babies. And I was like, yeah, but it's kind of a fancy restaurant. So I do. Uh, I've talked about it before. Maybe. I talk about it in my real life all the time outside the podcast. I do what I call batting cleanup. So this time... I ordered my cheap ass self. I ordered the six ounce filet, right? The cheapest thing on the menu, which was still not cheap. And I, my wife's like, oh, uh, my son got the 10 ounce. My daughter got the, it split the six ounce filet and two queen lobster tails with my wife. Jesus. You guys are setting a dangerous precedent. And everybody had salad, and we had bread, and we had, I think we had calamari as an appetizer. We had something for them. I don't remember what we had. But the point is, I I basically wait around like an alley cat, and I save the money, and I just get a basic piece of meat, and then I eat off everyone else. Everyone gives me their plates at the the end of the... uh, the meal. That's and smart. Again, batting cleanup. I should have right? done that house at Kobe, dude. They give you, dude, a, they give you a dumpster it's truck. A it's so like, dude. I can eat a lot, right? But everyone's plate was like the guy. Kind of was like, hey, he was sort of like when he when he was trying to put more shrimp on my plate. There wasn't like room. He was kind of like, like giving me like uh, the gesture, like yeah. nudging, basically saying, eat some. He's like, I I cooked way too much, and I I then have to. Divvy that out because I can't take it, it back. So they'll, they'll beat me if I return to the kitchen. With any that kind was of... it wasn't like the fancy steakhouse, but our bill wasn't nothing to sneeze at. Either. You know, four people yeah. all eating. A house Dude, of Kobe. it's expensive it's... to eat a house of Kobe. Yeah, yeah. which is like a run of Japan or like it's a hibachi grill. Hibachi. And... Yeah, no, it was it was it was excellent, but I was just like, hey, whatever you guys aren't eating is all going into styrofoam. I ate house of Kobe for about three days straight. Oh, because it was so I, much. Dude, I like eating it days later but i will say that it's you get you'll be sick walking out of there it's 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 ridiculous i wasn't because i was like i I chilled out but i left like what i packaged was a like several meals worth. i meant it if you insane. try to conquer it oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah my feeling is, is when i go to a place like that i go hey i'm gonna eat good for a couple days you know i'm gonna eat the quote-unquote kobe steak which there is probably not do they call it yeah, it is a cool know. it's not it's not probably it's pretty yeah, House of yeah. Kobe's Day. It's yeah. not. They say on the menu that it is, but I'm pretty positive. <laughs> I don't know, but I like your idea of cleanup. That's what I should do more often than not because you know they're not going to finish. And and you know I've told you before. Okay, so this is even. I crazier. do that with beers at a party. I just start swinging whatever's left, and like sometimes you get a cigarette butt. But hey, dude, what do you want to pay? Bond money water for? cigarette butt. Yeah, but I mean, otherwise, like I just you know waste not want not. So like I'm gonna if that little little Kings has a swig in it, you know I'll take it. So Friday. Or was it Saturday? So Saturday we went we went to an Italian restaurant. This, uh, um, dude, what's going on? What do you? What? what? Do you, what I can't just, taste either. I have COVID. I had, you can't taste, and you're like six hundred dollars into oh like my restaurants. That's why I told her. She's like, uh, you know, I'm thinking we should go to Cafe Borgia, which is it's, it's no slouch, dude. When it comes, well, to when I was texting you, you kept texting pictures of your food, and I stopped because I was like, I'm gonna leave them alone. They're out to dinner. But yeah. had I known, you guys were just doing restaurant palooza. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how things go, you know. So she, we went there, and again, uh, we had two appetizers. And uh, we didn't have my daughter that night, but I was just like, and then I told my wife, I was like, well, why are we going to go there if we're going to, we're going to blow it out the next night too? Like what? And she's like, oh, I mean, Hey, you can't take it with you. Yolo, Again, that, that just goes back to this. Yolo. You can't take it with you. And I, I guess I have to agree. Uh, nothing my, more enjoyable than having a nice meal with the people you love. But I would say if you're a dad, yeah, there is dad something tip, more enjoyable. back cleanup because Good every, idea. you know, my wife has to order a little bit of everything. She's not going to eat. A whole lot of any of it so you could just lay in yeah, wait like an alligator and you know take whatever else and then you feel good about it because you're like i feel like i could have also spent a hundred dollars on my own meal but i didn't i spent 38 
and then ate the rest of everybody else's. We brought no leftovers home from the steakhouse. No. Because I ate every one of them. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't full because I, I didn't. I, I didn't like her crazy. style though. She's fun. You yeah. get the back clean up. If you guys work it perfectly, this is a, you know, it's a good. Yeah. I mean, it, I just, I eventually had, I tell my son this all the time. I have a 16 year old son who uh, finds his self at odds with his mother. Um, 99.100% of the time. And I liken it. Now he doesn't know anything about sports. He doesn't watch sports. Uh, I failed him in this, this category, but I w I'm just like, okay, look, dude, it's like if somebody brought a franchise, you know, we were like, this is going to be a franchise quarterback for the bears. We bring a guy into the bears and the bears instead, this guy's a great passer. But the offensive coordinator is like, hey, I have other plans. We're going to be a running team this year. Yeah. That quarterback is like, or they don't have any wide receivers. You have to work in the system that you're that you're hired to play in. I was like, dude, this is your mom. You can't this be doing a running guy. This is your mom. This is your dad. This is who you have to work with. You can fight all you want. And that we'll, we'll meet you on the battlefield. Or... You can just know the things that you <laughs> that can, poor boy. You, the things you can and can't get away with and figure out how to work within the system. How can you win in the system you have? Period. That's just what you have to do in life. That's what every great oppressor says. <laughs> well, <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> that's what uh, Stalin said to his people when they were lying for bread. Yeah. Well, you know, he was like, I'm just, it, 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 that's, that's a true, you get it's bread. If you get bread, it's true to life. You, you, you can't, you can't buck the system because you know, the King decides, and I should say the queen decides what will and will not go down. That's true. You know, so this is the fight we, we, we have all the time. And I'm just like, for me eating dinner, why bother? I don't even order anymore. I told you this. I just go but in there and I'm like, a way. I say the lady will order for the table. You and, found a way to work within the system. You're like, I know she's fun. She likes to order a lot of things. Um, it's just not a fight I'm willing to fight. I used to fight every fight. And as time goes on, I, I fight less fights. The Tao of poo, baby. It's the water she, around the rock. She beat me down. To, yeah. we, we went into the, the steakhouse and my son looks at the menu and he goes, I'm thinking about getting the burger. And I'm like, the burger? We're at a steakhouse. And he was like, well, you know, I know how you are with money. And I just feel like I, I want to. <laughs> I know how you are and with I, money. And I was like, hey. I'm not being a smart ass here. I go, just get hey, what, what, what is he play guitar in Pink Floyd? <laughs> get whatever you get <laughs> me personally. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, I had, I said, go, dude, get whatever you want off the menu. And he's like, you sure? Can I get the, I wanted the 10 ounce. I'm like, get the 10 ounce. And you know, then the wife is like, are you going to eat it? Are you going to eat that whole, why don't you get the six ounce? And I'm like, again, I, I don't understand. I'll eat. I'm going to eat whatever's left. So I'm so poor stock. I'm so poor stock mentality. I don't know if 10 is a big ounce of steak. It's not right. Let me tell you something. The size of meat. I, this is going to be a bad clip. The size of meat I've devoured in, <laughs> in, in over the years. Yeah. In, in the plates of meat. Uh, no, ten ounces is uh, like I don't. Child's I don't. Son. I don't go to steakhouses often. You yeah. know what I mean? I just don't, dude. Uh, you know, every once in a while I'll splurge. step up your game, bro. Yeah, I'll splurge. I'll go to around the clock, and I'll be like, "Is it past ten o'clock? Is the burger on sale yet?" And I'll get it. But um, ten ounce doesn't seem like a big steak. Well, it's a fillet. What's like a so the what's like it, a ribeye? I don't. I mean, I don't know what we. It depends. You can get different sizes. Isn't that but shit the, at least the, a pound? Obviously, dude? the fillet. There's no bone in it, so I mean, you're you're talking about just it looks. It's like maybe or ten like, ounce, dude. I could swallow it through like a pill. Yeah, you could you could destroy ten ounces. No okay. problem. All right, but so I'm kind of. I owe, I'm still like, hey, dude, the ten ounce, get whatever you want. People say tw like you get want whatever the, get you want between ounce. the six ounce and the ten ounce, whatever you want, bro. You know, just oh. don't go past the ten ounce. Twenty ounce is the one people. Dude, this is how. I mean, listen, this is don't how you remember my mentality is. I don't don't know what a big. Don't you is. remember the Great Outdoors, the big ninety sixer? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, see that sounds a like a beef, big. That's dude. a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. I mean, I've done the. I told you, I've done these eat, these stupid meat eating challenges, and uh, so the ten ounces is nothing. Speaking of oppressing people, dude, I read Animal Farm this week. Why? Because I read. Jordan Peterson's book, and mm -hmm. he referenced that in the Brothers Karamazov. I don't know how you pronounce Karamazov. Karamazov. He referenced those two so much. So I was like, let me get this Animal Farm book, you know? And you don't think that audiobooks count, but when I'm just snow blowing and I'm not doing anything, you mean but, me, not the audience. Mm, yeah, you. Well, okay. I've I declared know. that. I don't know. Like, I read part of it, but. 
it's a stupid story about the library. It doesn't matter. I won't explain it. But the point is, I ended up getting the audiobook. So I listened to Animal Farm. But it's not a big read. It's not and 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 I didn't listen to it while I was doing others. I was just you know, it's like when you're mowing the lawn, that's mm-hmm. all you're doing. Uh and I th- I think like the folklore behind this movie, like this is just a fable, right? It's not really a book, it's a fable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so like I, I was I don't think I was expecting like some big thing. But if you know like what it's about, and then it, it's on the nose right away, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just super underwhelmed. I was like, yeah, everybody knows those pigs are buttholes, <laughs> and they're going to end up taking over, and they're going to be commies. Yeah. Uh, cliff notes on that. I mean, I feel like it. You're a little too. Oh, for those to... of you guys that haven't read Animal Farm, I'll tell you. But no, I mean it's the old George Orwell book, and it's yeah. basically a fable that kind of talks about communism and why. Yeah, it's, it's basically animals are human, basically humans, right? But they're the animals. animals overthrow the farmer because they go, "Hey, right. all of our work, this stuff isn't being, getting shared properly." They're like, "We're doing all the work, and and this this our farmers in charge, and he whips us, and he doesn't give us our fair cut." Blah blah. So they overthrow the farm, and they end up slowly the people that. The animals, the pigs are the brains, right? So the pigs start going, well, let's make rules about Animal Farm. Slowly they take over and just basically become the farmer again. Snorefest. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not that's what your it's story. About, you I mean, the stupid book. Yeah, it was just like, I was, I guess, but he also references the Bible and that's not a thrilling read either, right? I don't know. It depends on who who's who's voicing it. Gilbert Godfrey, dude. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, so no, no, no. All right, all right, all right. I knew it. As a minute he's, I said I it, I was like squinting my eyes. Here we go. Yeah, I saw your face. So he says the aristocrats. Um, speaking of that, dude, I don't know the place, but I read some of the Bible to my kids today because <laughs> I was bored and it was just laying there. Who gave you a Bible? My mom. Okay, gave both of them their own Bible. They're very nice. They're custom. I read them the Noah's Ark thing today and they were both like well that was really mean of him i was like yeah so god like made it rain for 40 days and like everything oh, they're, me- they're saying it's mean of god yeah and he's like oh, well your god is a vengeful god so. you, dude, it's Sorry. your it's, no my god's old not testament even, dude my god is not a vengeful god this is old testament bro this yeah, this covers you know go ahead i'm listening it's noah in the torah I mean, it's Old Testament. So, All right. Yeah. I don't know how that shit works. But I'm just saying, ultimately, your God turns out to be a vengeful God. It's like the way you look at my text messages. You know I'm an <laughs> asshole. So you're like, oh, everything this guy texts, I read in a negative connotation. Right. I don't I read know. read in a Gilbert Godfrey voice. I don't know about your God. Your God, you, you, the New Testament doesn't exist. Are you exist. available so, to podcast tonight? So you are basing all your feelings about God in the Old Testament by what you know no, dude, I'm just reading them the story. And my son's like, he killed everybody? And I was like, yeah. He was just like, there's a lot of violence, so I'm going to watch like it. like that? Well, then no. tell him not to watch Mark for Death, bro. <laughs> yeah, stay away <laughs> from first blood. <laughs> Nothing is over. Yeah, dude. So uh, I know I'm all over the map, but I was trying to be cultured this week. Between snow blowing and work, <laughs> Red Animal Farm, uh, boring. I read Noah's Ark. You know what not I did? Not that great either. And, and, and they don't even... All like people make apologies for like, oh, God gave a magic so they didn't eat each other like on that boat. Right? Right. Okay. Okay, we got lizards, we got you got gorillas and you have bananas on the same boat. Oh, but they're not gonna kill somebody to eat a banana? Yeah. Hey. All right. It's dude just take it the, wasn't well thought out. It was take the almost like from it. If you Well it, it was, but it was all sold. If, you, if know? you know anything about Stephen King and you find out that he wrote Maximum Overdrive so high on cocaine and booze that he doesn't even remember uh oh. writing it. And that's maybe uh no disrespect to God, but maybe that's the same way. Maybe he was you know, he was just like mailing it in at some point. He's like, uh, I gotta get I gotta add like you know a, a band back back in the day when I don't know how the music industry is now, but Historically, back in the day, it was like you'd get a couple of really good tracks, and then you'd, there'd be some filler tracks. Like they'd be like, "Hey, we need twelve. We what's need twelve songs one, on this." What's record. that one that Mick Jagger does when he's like dancing in the street with the? Uh, is he dancing around Bowie or something? You know <laughs> what I'm talking about? Oh, the song. Yeah, there's a song where Mick Jagger's like. There's a couple of rough ones, but the Stones, right? Yeah, this is rough in here. And there's one where he's like, he's like dancing in the street, like Mick Jagger's mm-hmm. just walking around like dancing. And you know, you go like, he's entitled to a couple stinkers. Dude, yeah. it's a long career. Yeah. Look at it. Like, dude. Point. My point is that these record companies would basically say like, hey, we we basically, we need you to put 12 songs on this record. You came in with seven. 
So we need you to write yeah. a couple in the studio. And like, you know, like you're saying, there's a, there's a couple of real pieces of garbage yeah. on a lot of records. You're going to get and, Jim and Morrison so, going, there was you, dead you, Indians you, thrown up on the highway. You can't ask for the Bible to be perfect. You know, unfortunately it's a long book. There's going to be some, there's going to be some corners cut and some well, logic. If any Bible should be perfect or if any book should be perfect. But I was just saying I was trying to be cultured this week, man, because it's been nothing but snow and work, and that's it. And and so, I don't you know, know. You know, I get zeros on the board. You know how um, we talk about this all the time, about how we feel guilty in 2021, raising kids now, that especially during quarantine now with everything, like kids don't go anywhere. They have no, no want to go anywhere. They do all their, you know, they do all their visiting and, and, uh, and, and play dating over the, over the internet. It's yeah. like, oh, well, hey, I'm not going to go there. I'll just play roadblocks with my friend online rather than actually be in the same physical space. My, my kids' friends come over and they just play Minecraft. And and so we look at that. We're like, man, what an atrocity. Like, I feel guilty. It's unfortunate that we're, we're stealing, we're taking away our child, what we envision as a good childhood, what we had, where we ran free and we did whatever we want and right. the streetlights came on and all that. Um. Well, this even takes it another level. So Saturday, I was sitting home uh, in the morning and I was watching music videos on YouTube. Like I, I fell into a wormhole. Started watching, you know, Were you really? Yeah, started watching music videos. And what kind of music? Well, the kind of music I like. Is it the same kind of music over and over? And it sucks. No, I'm just kidding. It, I was watching music videos <laughs> and just whatever came on. So like we started with, uh, I don't know, like like this Mike and his uke. We like, we went to his, his YouTube page and we were yeah, watching yeah. some of the, and then it just went, oh, if you like that, here's this, you know, YouTube works. And my daughter's like, what is this? What she is going in on? The like, why? With you? Yeah. We were watching on the TV. Oh, okay. And so it was me and my son. And then she was down there on her iPad or whatever. And then she looked up and she's like, what are you like? Can we watch something else? And we're like, I'm like, no, this is, you don't understand. I often think back and, and romanticize wrestling. Um, I'm not a wrestling person. I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself a wrestling person. But I go, hey, you know, growing up, wrestling was super important to every every boy um, around my age group. And music videos are not any different. I can tell you that I spent more time staring at a TV, waiting for the music video that I wanted to come on to come on. I watched 120 minutes every Sunday. I watched Headbangers Ball. You know, I stayed up. Uh, my parents would go out on a date Fridays or Saturday nights, and I would watch um, USA Up all night on Friday nights. Liquid television? Uh, I would watch Liquid television on Sundays, and uh, Alternative Nation, uh, 120 minutes, religiously. What was, not what was Matt Penfield? Uh, he comes later. I know he, I, I maybe he was, he had his own show, but I think maybe Alternative oh, Nation okay. where he started. But like, they all branch off and they get like, you know, whatever. I remember watching ones you didn't want to see. To get to the one that you did want to the see. The videos? Yeah. Yeah, He's course. like, this song sucks, but, but <laughs> it smells like Teen Spirit's coming out. Well, what was funny is, is like, they had, it was such a, on Headbangers Ball even, they would they would play like, uh, you know, a song by Winger or Firehose, and then there would be a Megadeth song, and then there would be, you know, a Slayer song, or it, it was, or Suicidal Tendencies or whatever, but, and that's what you're saying, it's like, the, the genre of heavy metal or what fell under Headbangers Ball wasn't always... Right, tight to right, what the yeah. people that would watching headbangers ball would like yo mtv rap so watch that after school like in the late 80s or very early dr 90s. dre and ed lover dr dre and ed lover but i was explaining to my kids they're like well there's nothing here it's not like there's people talking i go yeah there's a vj who just like on the radio um three or four videos will come by he'll either um you know sell them up front or sell them on the back end and then tell you what next videos dude, are which, coming. By the way, though, dude, to an 11 year old white kid, I was very confused that there was two Dr. Dre's for like a couple <laughs> years. I was like, wait, what, dude? Yeah. All right, but go ahead. But I was, no, I no, just, no. I, just, I, I just remember being like, I agree with you on that point. Like, you can't just, oh, I'm Mick Jagger too. Also. I feel like if you are both in the public eye and you're both Dr. Dre, with all the rap battles that have happened over the years, it's like, hey, this dude's pissed about this. <laughs> yeah. This dude, that never was an issue. It's yeah. like you no it, beef. How come someone's like, oh, you're Dr. Dre. I was Dr. I'm going to, I got, yeah. I got you. I'm going to be something else. You're going to only. To, yeah. There can only be one Eminem. You're like, going to have to be Skittle. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if like there was another Slick Rick? It's like, hey, I'm Slick Rick. Hey, I'm Slick Rick. Yeah. No, you're not Slick Rick. I'm Slick Rick. Rick's common name and we're both pretty slick. <laughs> like let's agree to disagree. Only one Bushwick Bill. There's right. only one. Yeah. Uh, only one dirty 
little dirty bastard. Dude. Then when there was another one, he was like, well, actually, I'm just going to be Big Baby Jesus. And they're like, well, there's a Big Baby Jesus. He's like, well, how about Dirk McGurk? How about Dirk McGurk? <laughs> He's like, my favorite. That being said, uh, they were they were baffled at, at this whole idea of staring at videos. And I was like, this is what people did, man. It's what people did. Like, you sat home and you just watched videos. You watched every video there ever was and every genre there ever was. It was, my kids don't even know the other kids in their grade. Like, my daughter is in third grade. And I'll be like, oh, don't you know everyone in the third grade? She's like, oh. I knew everyone in my neighborhood. I knew everyone who rode my bus. I knew everyone on my side of town that I went to school with that was two years older or two years younger. My brother is two years younger. My sister is two years older. Everybody knew everybody because you're out and about. Mm -hmm. These kids don't know shit about anything. They're just like, oh, no. I mean, I know I know how to get Robux. They don't need to. That's what's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, you know, this is something besides AI that I get like crazy about where I get very obsessed with is like we're – and if you look at Twitter or you look at the news, you realize the, the pettiness and the cancel culture. It's like we're just building this we, – we're not building. It's already been built. But we're like fanning the flames of, of, of this like weak, weak culture where everyone is such babies – and they just, you know, they complain from from their couch or whatever. And yeah, then, they're like, oh, you hit my car with a snowball. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> you know what? I would love to see someone get in a fist fight over somebody throwing. At least somebody's doing something. Something's yeah. happening. I did it's it. Real. You didn't like it. Let's fight. It didn't happen in the virtual world. And that's really, I mean, unfortunately, there's so many good things about the internet and there's so many bad things. But I have to feel like the bad things in 2020 far outweigh the good things. Far outweigh the good things. I think things. so. Like when you put the internet in the hands of idiots, which is the majority of people, sure, stupid shit happens, right? Yeah. Everybody has an opportunity to say whatever they want, cancel whoever they want, start a groundswell. Now, my favorite is, is when you see articles, um, you know, if you're on Snapchat or you're on one, of, there's these article, like these article pages. That they, they have articles have. on Snapchat? Yeah. There's like a homepage with a bunch of different like companies that do marketing and they'll do like they do these little like um, slide presentations with news stories. Dude, all these platforms are all merging to the same thing, right? So, like they're just kind of like stealing. Well, each the other's. interesting thing about it is they'll be like, "Oh, did you, you know, so and so?" There'll be a news article, be like, "Oh, Ben from the Heyman Man podcast was canceled," and then you'll read it. And they'll be like, "It'll it'll be this long story about like something that this person did," and it'll be based on two tweets. And then you go to the tweets, and it's like this guy has seven followers. And he tweeted, he's like, that's oh. what I mean. Like, uh, well, like, why are sure. we, so the person who wrote this article felt a, a certain way. And then he went, he or she went out, sought out other people who were like-minded and said, this is my sources who also are angry. And it shows right here that people are angry about this. Yeah. I'll even see that. Like, okay. I go on YouTube when I'm bored. Right. Cause I like to watch Norm McDonald clips over and over. And a lot of times Shapiro clips, Ben Shapiro clips will come up and he'll be like, Oh, so and so, like they're changing the rules at this school or whatever. I don't even click on it anymore because I know it's not necessarily a lie, but it'll be some podunk school in in God knows where with fifteen kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it will be like, but but they will pose it as this like they're coming for your guns or 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 yeah, they we're don't not allowed mention, to. They don't mention how the small larger, right. of a slice that is. You know what I mean? You use too small of a slice. Yeah, it's. It's because they need content, right? So people will fake outrage, you know what I mean? And then people will fake protesting about the outrage. So just do, just like watch Norm McDonald clips. It's way funnier. Yeah, but I guess that's why, you know, last week we were kind of, we were kind of dumping on sports radio um, and saying like, wow, it's just like, it's mindless banter. But at least they have new stuff to talk about. Instead of trying to make stuff up, <laughs> yeah. like yes, they will make stuff up if there's, but their sports are even now during COVID, like people are still playing sports. There's just no fans. And I'm watching ESPN. You remember uh, what's what's the uh, dodgeball, the Ocho? Yeah, oh yeah, uh, dude. You watch ESPN now, and I was watching a, a tournament. I forget what it's called, like spike ball, college spike ball teams. Oh really? Yeah, uh, frisbee golf, dude. You golf know competitions, and it's like. There, 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 there's so much time to fill up that they need to make again these guys smacking each other in the face to knock each other unconscious. They're making up sports, dude. So I, I bet like ten bucks on this Lakers game, on like DraftKings, and I was trying to watch it, but apparently I don't have like I don't have like cable TV, so I don't have my username screwed up. Anyways, 
I stumbled across some ESPN 72, some garbage that I didn't know existed. I got to watch. This is so funny that you brought that up. Because I got to watch the Lakers game. But I was watching and the angles were weird. They were like at like, um, they weren't up high and they weren't floor level. It was like was a, a bootleg. It was, no, it was, an, it was a weird angle I don't normally see. But it was it was uh, up close. It was it was weird. It was just different. Mm. Like it was a different angle, and there was no commentator, and there was no crowd. So I'm just like literally just like a warm up of college basketball. No, or? they were playing, but it was like I'm like it was like I'm in the twelfth row just watching this team play. I have not enjoyed watching basketball that much in years. It was so cool. It yeah. was like I don't hear these guys going like, hey, well, Dwayne Wade's really heating up. I just watched these, two, and, and since the mics were on, you could hear them talking to each other, and not a lot, by the way. I always thought they talked mm. more. It's just, you know, hey, open, open, give me the rack. Um, dude, the level of skill is so high that if you don't have all the rest of the stupid garbage and just watch these athletes play, it's pretty amazing. Do you think that that'll be a trend coming up where it's like, hey, we started to realize that maybe that's something that's more interesting is like, Maybe those guys take away from the game. Like a lot of people sit there and go, like, I hate Joe Buck. If Joe Buck's commentating any game, I won't watch it. I can't stand Joe Buck. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's a, a myriad of different guys that Let's are just super watch annoying depending on who then. you like. Just but, watch them play. I mean, you could just put mute on and play music and watch baseball, right? I mean, if you ever go to the bar and watch baseball in the background, the sound is off and you're just hearing whatever's going on in the bar. You enjoy it just as much. Yeah, but this, I think because of the different. I don't know. It, it was ESPN three or something like that, right? It wasn't like a crazy number. It was like more than one or two. Um, but yeah, I was trying to find the actual game, but it was wild. It was really cool. It reminded me of, I've only been to a handful of games, uh, basketball games, but I did go to one where we had like floor seats that were really good. It reminded me of that because the game flies by because these guys are just playing right in mm-hmm. front of you and you don't have all the other distractions. I think you're on to something. I think that could be a cool way to broadcast. They just go like, um, call it stripped or whatever, and you just watch these dudes play. Well, don't you remember when they the XFL thing happened? They were like putting microphones down on the field, and then when the XFL didn't really take off, they tried to do that in the NFL where they had like a, like the quarterback or you know maybe right. a, a lineman on you know during this quarter would be wearing it or like the safety would be wearing it and you would get to hear pieces of the game they'll still do that mic'd up they call it or okay. something like that yeah yeah that's interesting but it's like if you know you got the mic on i'm sure there's like the coach is telling you like listen you know you don't you don't play for you you play for this team so mind what you're saying you know and it's i don't but know i like it's, just just full unedited just there's mics up there you hear everything there's never been a better time. There's no crowds. Well, like when has there been a better like when has there been a better time to just be you've there seen a watching couple the of game? The last UFC events without the crowd, without crowd, it's right? amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Have you? I mean, what'd you? No, think? I haven't. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, I mean, dude. I saw the re, I saw the replays, but I guess I did. When even someone gets kicked in the head mm-hmm. with no outside noise, you just hear that thwack, dude. Right. It's unreal. It's awesome. You know how like sometimes they'll go back and like they'll say. Uh, I think it was injustice for all where the, the argument is, is like, Hey, there wasn't a lot of base in this record. Like purposefully they like, they made it. So it wasn't very (laughs) basic. Right, 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 right. But then, uh, they went back and remastered it and they put, they, they put the base back in or they, they, you know, remastered it with the base and you could listen to the album now on YouTube or different places where it's like, this is what it would have sounded like if the band wasn't such dickheads. (laughs) Uh, and they, they did it on purpose. Yeah. Jason, they're like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to basically. I remember you hipping me to that. I yeah. had no idea. So that's funny. I wonder if they could do that now where they could basically in post take out like commentation and just, I know they don't have like that. They, they didn't edit it or I would assume they don't edit it on all like produce it on different tracks, but wouldn't it be cool if they could go back and give you just, Hey, you want to watch this without the commentate? You, you, you like a, you know, the DVD extras. You could rewatch this fight without the commentators at all. Oh, and yeah. just, just this, this, the fight yeah. noise. No, that's a great. A microphone above the ring or whatever. Cause I would like to hear like, you know, Khabib and Conor McGregor in, in, in the scrum down in the bottom, like what's being said. 
Oh, I want to yeah. know what's being said. Not like, hey, Connor, we saw after the fight, you know, he's be at the press conference. Like, what, what was said? It's like, it's I don't want to hear your interpretation. I want to know what was going, said. Let's talk now. Let's talk now. <laughs> you talk now. Whatever it is. I was just using that as an example. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, if you see Rocky, one of my favorite movies, he would just be like, come on, come on. You know, while the guy's beating him in but the face. But you hear him. Yeah, but this is a movie. Yeah. They have a microphone above. Right. But what happens in real life? Does that really happen? Are guys talking shit? While they're and I guarantee you they are while they're in their boxing or fighting, especially basketball players too. You know they're up, especially in the the but real I the real era them. of basketball in the night like the late nineties yeah. where like it was rough and tumble. And these dudes were like elbow. I mean, as much as they could do elbowing and stuff, they they weren't really that tough. But as tough as basketball was ever been, yeah, we saw Michael Jordan fight. <laughs> we saw him fight Reggie Miller. Yeah, I mean, scratching each other like women. No, but that was one of the things about watching on ESPN three is somebody they would shoot. You know, they were shooting and miss, and you'd hear the guy yell the F word really loud. Cause Nobody missed, went like, air ball. <laughs> they were like, ooh. No, but like he missed his shot, and you'd hear it, but it was cool. Right. Because it was like, you hear the guy like, oh, he's really pissed he missed that shot. I don't know. It's, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, no, that is a different look for sure. Super cool. Have you seen this show, Your Honor? No. Okay, Your Honor is uh, Brian Cranston stars in this show. You know Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. Of course, it's on Showtime. It is a one and done one one season, nine episodes. Um, it's a lot and for it, one it, it and cul- done. The culmination was uh, this Sunday was the finale, uh, but you, obviously you could watch it on demand. It is if you like Breaking Bad, this show is just like. You, he, one thing happens, he gets that taken care of. Another thing happens. And this guy, you only have so many fingers to stick in the holes before it just shit goes haywire. You leave Rebecca out of this. It got canceled. Um, so they weren't, I think originally they planned on making a second season, uh, but they, it, it, it didn't go. Um, but the first season ends so crazy. Showtime? Yeah. Showtime. Why do I feel like nothing ever survives if it's not HBO? Cause you're probably right. But I could just tell you that this is this is worth a, a binge. Pretty great. It's yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of those things. It's a Brian. It's, if you like Breaking Bad and you like that kind of like, you fix one thing, but now you you, you forgot yeah. about this that those kind of things. Yeah, it's cool. I definitely would recommend. I need that. something new. I just keep watching serial killers talk. Yeah, and go to sleep to it. And I got to switch it up. Did you? Uh, any, there's no new ones out, right? You're no, just listening to old just, audio like, from YouTube. Yeah, confession tape, serial killers, like whatever you got. I just go on what YouTube. A, and how do you fun. feel about the Iceman? Do you listen to any of his? No, I've never seen that one. That guy, he seemed too like mobster, but I should watch he's, him. But he's not though. He's 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 Polish. He's not even in the you know. He's oh, just really? a, he's a guy that the mob hired out. Like he's a, a contractor. But he's not crazy, right? Oh, he's crazy. I mean, here's the part he's of cold blood. He, here's why he he's crazy? crazy because this is a guy. He poisoned people. That was his his main. He did. He killed people in a lot of different ways. That's a woman's weapon. He he. But dude. This guy, first of all, he's a he's a mammoth human being, uh, but he would murder people. And then, like one of the stories is like he he had to go out and murder a guy, and then he had to get home in time to put his his kids' Christmas pre- like their bikes. Uh, he needed to have them put uh, together for Christmas morning. I think that's, that's he got time. taken down that morning. Is but that on HBO still? I, I'm sure you could find it if you have HBO on demand or whatever. But you could mm. you could listen to the interview tapes on on YouTube. The guy okay. is so. Matter of fact, you know what he reminds me of? Remember that guy, uh, Bull Hurley from Over the Top? Like the bald dude with the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he's just so matter of fact. And that's it's, how that's, that, that's what's Ed cold-blooded Kemper. about it. Yeah, Kemper. That's how that guy is too. He's just like, well, I just figured if I strung them along far enough, I'd be able to take their heads and put them in a bag. Just straight up about it. So to me, I, I mean, I don't... The, the Char, Charlie Manson always annoying because it's like... It, it, it feels like it's kind of like showy and it's like, yeah, I'm crazy. And it's I'm all like crazy. an affect, yeah. Yeah. But like the real cold blooded, even Jeffrey Dahmer, I remember watching a special where they were interviewing him and it was like a split screen back and forth. This was after he had been caught or whatever. And his was not an athlete. They're talking to him and his dad and his mom. And the dad's like, I just would have never, I had, I had no idea. And it's, and he's like, well, you know, there was one time I had a, a head in the safe and some, and, and some other like proof of murder that I had done. He had like a human head inside of a safe in his house. And his dad, his mom and dad were like, you're going to open this safe up. Like, what's in it? Like, we're really concerned. Like, you're weird. 
And he was like, he would not allow him to do it. And then He's finally, like, it's not ahead. Why you ask? Finally, they were going to do it, and he and he was like, it's pornography, and I'm embarrassed about it. And then they were embarrassed about the idea that hey, we don't want to see the porn you're looking at. It's kind of mm. weird. Like, dude, smart, straighten up your act. And it, yeah. it wasn't though. And so they didn't open it because of that. And think about again how many times this guy near missed, where somebody almost caught him. Somebody could have stopped him. Yeah, that, cops, one, that one where the, the the boy like ran out and took yeah off the police he, the police he showed up unseen and the police were he the guy he didn't speak English and and because he's he like an Asian guy yeah yeah and he was telling the cops like oh this is my lover we just had a fight and they're like okay you two like go back inside yeah. they probably the just like laughed yeah to okay, each other of course like these two these and two. I think that he had drilled into that guy's head and poured acid into it that before the dude ran out. Uh, he had already started to, that process. You would have saw it, right? But the guys were probably just like, "Look at these two, look <laughs> yeah, at these right. two crazies," you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, not very, not very keen eye there. No, so. that's you'd want to do over. You want to take that one back? Yeah, the guys around the. I guarantee the guys in the squad room are still busting chops. Those guys' there. names get brought up all the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like every time they're at work, they're just like, like say that guy has a good run and makes a good bust yeah. or whatever. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah. Well, uh, had you paid attention to, uh, I don't know, the biggest serial killer ever, you might have. Imagine. You know. uh, so what's this show I should watch? Your Honor on Showtime with Brian yeah. Cranston. All right. I've been, you know, between listening to Animal Farm, I was trying. Dude, I watched, and this is just like what we watched, but I watched another, I watched Black Mirror again. Yeah, I saw. Dude. I saw that you watched it. If if nothing else, if you listen to the show, if you haven't seen The History of You, it's season two, episode one or two. That's the one maybe. where you can rewind in your eyes. It's so disturbing. Right? Do you have a DVR in your head? You have a DVR in your they call it a grain. And you can basically, everything you've seen is on record and you can go back and replay it and you can put it on a screen. I remember seeing it. It messed me up for weeks thinking about it. And I've thought about it for years and I went back and I watched it last night because I couldn't sleep. Mm. And Oh, uh, that, that helps, I'm sure. Dude, I was just like, it's, they're all black mirrors are disturbing. But that one in particular, it starts making you think about your own. Dude, it's crazy. Black mirror may be the best thing. That's come out in the last like five years. Dude. Name a more thought-provoking so, show. Every episode is crazy. Even that one where the guys play video games and you know, especially that that dude. That show is so deep that I well, are they done with it now? No, I just they just haven't done one. Like we can't come up with any other ideas. We've done it all. Yeah, I uh, I'll scroll through and I'll you know like I'll scroll through the episodes and I'll literally say to myself, I'm not ready for that one. I'm not prepared for this one. <laughs> like I want to watch them because they're all good, but I'll go. I'm not in a place where I can view that. Yeah. Like I'll oh, go. They're all disturbing. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm not okay enough to, and I won't binge watch them because it's just too much. I was way behind the curve. Cause I remember everybody, it was once again, everybody was like, it's cool. And I'm like, if it's, if you guys think it's cool, it must suck. I ain't watching it. <laughs> right. I waited till the, the hullabaloo died down. And then I watched it. And I was like, what in the world is going on here, dude? It is, it is, it's great. And I don't know, is it, are they all, they're all directed by different people, right? It's like Breaking Bad in that it's so good. Like I just like, I can't always watch it. But it's it. not linear. No, not, no, none of the stories have anything to do with any, any other story. Not at all. Yeah. It's, no. a, it's a, it's an experience. Do you have anything, uh, coming up? Um, no, man. Why I'm not? Just, I'm just shoveling and working, baby. That's it. You got nothing. No, nah, dude, it's the pandemic. I just, I got, I got a couple things in the pipeline, but nothing. And once again, I absolutely have nothing going on <laughs> at all, all right. except I'm here marketing, uh, trying to get the word out about the podcast Yes, and, uh, I'm doing the best that I can. I don't know what else to tell you. That is episode 278 of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next time. Later.